up, everybody? It is your favorite host, A. Millie, back with another episode of the Sip and Sip podcast. And tonight, yes, I have a very special guest. He is the CEO and founder of Moti Styles. He goes by the name of Raphael Tilly. Of course, he is an Alabama A&M grad and a member of Omega Sci-Fi. So I want to just show him some love. What's up, Raphael? Welcome to the podcast. How you doing? Thank you for having me. Of course, you know, I'm doing well. I am just elated to have you on because we are celebrating Black Business Month and you are such an, a successful entrepreneur. So, you know, I had to get you on my podcast. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Of course. So, Raphael, can you just tell uh, the viewers and our listeners a little bit about who you are? Okay, uh, I'm a 2010 graduate of uh, Alabama A&M uh, University, the most luxurious university on this face of the earth. Um, <clears throat> majored in uh, electrical engineer. I'm an engineer by trade, um, and I also run a business. I always tell people I have two full time jobs. Mm -hmm. um, so I do engineering, and I and I run a, a you know men's fashion company. Mm -hmm. um, grew up in Mobile, Alabama. So I'm, I'm a Mobile native um, by way of Huntsville. So I currently um, reside in Huntsville, Alabama, where I run the business and work uh, mm -hmm. as an engineer. So you are from the 251 mob town, not Pritchard, but Mobile, right? No, I'm from, I'm from, I'm from Pritchard. Oh, you're from Pritchard. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I went to, I went to school in Pritchard. I went to Viger. Okay, shout out to Viger. I know yeah. people that went to Viger. Absolutely. Yes. yes, but you know, I know you talked about that other school, you know, Alabama A&M. I'm a graduate of the Alabama State University, so you already know when it comes down to Magic City Classic, the Hornets will take the win. You know, I got to tease you on this podcast about that. Yeah, I mean, I love, I love, I love, I got love for, for Bama State. My best friend went to Bama State. You probably know him. Um, he go by the name of Justin Smith. He's a, he's a capper. Yeah, that's my yeah. that's my best friend. That's my guy. Yeah, Shout out to Justin. I remember yeah. him from state. I do. I do. So let's get into this interview. You know, you are the owner CEO of Motif Styles. What made you want to start your own business? Well, one man, I, I didn't even I I didn't even know that this would even come about. Mm -hmm. um, see, what happened was I I have a I have a a love for fashion. I have a mm -hmm. passion for fashion. And like growing up, one of my sisters used to always tell me, Raphael, you got to find your niche outside mm -hmm. of being an engineer. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I took, I took just a plain passion and just turned it into a, into a business, not knowing 11 years later, I would be sitting here, you know, running a business. Um, so that's how it started. And, you know, I just, Basically, how it started was I just got tired of, like, I love wearing suits. Mm -hmm. I'm a suit guy. So I just got tired of buying the same suits over and over, you know, your basic black, blue, gray, mm -hmm. burgundy. Occasionally, you'll get a sisuck in a linen, you know, and, and, and I would have two or three of the same suits. And I'm like, hey, it's more in this world than those basic colors. Mm -hmm. So I set out to to just explore you know, 
like patterns and, and mm-hmm. different fabrics and stuff like that. And, you know, I just turned it into a business because mm-hmm. I know I wasn't the only person that was like, Hey man, it's more than those just five, six basic colors that you mm-hmm. get out of, out mm-hmm. of the store. So that's, that's how this business come about. Mm-hmm. And I love that because, you know, me, a female, I wouldn't know the, the basic colors of what males would wear, you know, your basic black, blue, brown. And when you, created this suit company specifically a custom suit line Mm -hmm. did you ever think that in a million years that you know what i'm gonna have me a custom suit line no absolutely absolutely not um when i first started off it was it was basically ties i was just doing accessories ties and Mm -hmm. bow ties and stuff and then um, i had a mentor who was running a, a multi-million dollar custom suit company. And mm. this is when I was, when I lived in Maryland, mm-hmm. fly in, you know, twice, a, twice a month. And, you know, we would have like big meetings and he would give me the game, give me homework. And uh, I was like a sponge. I did more listening than I did talking because he already had the game. Mm-hmm. So he's like, man, you could do this. You know, your appearance, you know, you love dressing. Mm-hmm. Oh so, man. I took, I took the information that, that he gave me, and I just build upon what, you know, what he, what he gave me and, and, and made it to what it is today. Not knowing, like, like I said, I, I never thought, you know, in my wildest dreams that it would be, I would be as successful as I am mm-hmm. today. But I, you know, I have the credit, I have the credit to good Lord. Yes. A lot of, a lot of mm-hmm. praying, a lot of fasting, mm-hmm. a lot of mistakes I made, you know, mm-hmm. um, because basically, I was the type that would, I would try to solve everything with money, you know, throwing mm-hmm. money at it, and I had to learn that the hard way. And you know, I stayed in, the, I stayed in the red. That's what that's what business owners don't want to talk about. They want to talk about when there was a struggle, mm-hmm. a struggle in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So it it really was a struggle, and and you know, I almost gave it up, but I just kept, mm-hmm. you know, I was steadfast, mm-hmm. you know, unmovable, you mm-hmm. know. So I was I was willing to 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 do the dirty work. And that's mm-hmm. what I did. I mean, it was a lot of sleepless nights, you know, and then yeah. one day it just, it just clicked. Um, like my very first, my very first suit, very first suit I butchered. Um, and it was, <laughs> it was, it was crazy. <laughs> but the crazy thing is that customer, that particular client is a long standing client. Wow. My business. He like, man, I know, um, you know, you in the beginning stages of, of what it is that you're doing, you know, I'm gonna give you another shot. So I went mm-hmm. back and you know redid it, and man, it it was it was a grind to get to mm-hmm. get here. Mm-hmm. And, and you know the grind, the you know continuing to pursue your passion of creating this line. And let me just say, I'm not a male, but those suits, woo boy, they they are lit. Like I and me as a woman, I love a man in a nice custom suit. Yeah, I, you know I, the saying. The saying. The saying is 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 a custom suit to a woman is like lingerie to a man. Oh, yes, you know? so, yes. 
you know, I, I get I get that all the time. Mm-hmm. Like ladies, I hear, you know, different ladies say, hey, man, I love a man in a custom. I don't know what it is about a custom suit that drives ladies crazy. It, 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 it's just like, you know, you know how it fits on the, the broad shoulders, the muscles. It's like, you know, it's like, damn, like, you know, like as a female, you see a big booty girl walk across or something. Yeah. Y'all going to be looking at that. Me, us as females, we love to look at a man that is that is fitted, you know, that has the muscles, the shoulders. Yeah. It, it it makes it hot. I ain't gonna lie yeah. to you. You make me hot. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm being real. I'm yeah, being real. I, I totally understand. I totally get it. So where did the name Motif Styles come from? How did you come up with that name? Well, back when I first started, it was how the name was created was like motif means an array of colors. Mm. It can mean now motif can mean many different things, but when it, in the fashion realm, it, it means an, an array of colors. Mm-hmm. So with, it goes back to those five basic colors that I said mm-hmm. that you, that I always saw in, in the store. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to create a business that'll let people, let people know like, Hey, listen, this company is going to allow you many, many, many different patterns, colors, you know, of, of, of all shapes and sizes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where the name Motif Styles come from. Oh, I love that. I, so, I never, I never thought that. I thought Motif probably was something like you created, but I never would have connected the dots. Yeah. You know, in the yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people, when they, when they think of it, like I, I get this, I get this question a lot and then I have to break it down. Mm-hmm. And it was like, man, that's creative, you know? It is. Um, so, I mean, just, just, just the type of colors and the type of, fabric mm-hmm. that I put out, it mm-hmm. goes with the, the business mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. And I love that. It's so, it's so different. You know, it is catchy, um, as an entrepreneur, um, who has been some of your style influences that, you know, said, Hey, I'm, I'm going to do this. You know, who are some of your style influences? Honestly, I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't watch anybody else style. Mm. Um, I have my own style now. Mm-hmm. Now there are people that I do who, who styles that I do like. Um, Ryan Clark of um, the podcast, um, the Pivot of the mm-hmm. Pivot podcast. Oh, okay, yeah. Now, I like his style, even yeah. though he's a cowboy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like I, I like Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark is is, is killing it. Um, mm-hmm. And I just recently started, you know, watching him, watching his style. Um, another another guy, I would say. When he, when he was on ESPN was uh, Jalen Rose. Mm-hmm. I used to I used to you know I, I I watch him as well, but I don't really I don't really get inspiration from anybody because mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to copy anybody. I just try mm-hmm. to be original mm-hmm. in the stuff that I do. Um, but but there's there are people out there that's really like really doing it in 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 the fashion world. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't I don't I don't really take anything mm-hmm. from anybody um, or like really get inspired. You know, I just mm-hmm. try to ins- keep inspire myself. I always say me versus me because yeah. I don't want to be in a situation where, you know, somebody put out like wear something, then I go copy it. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's no originality there. Um, but you know, I get people that copy my style and they don't give me any, they don't give me any credit. <laughs> they don't give you, the credit. Yeah. you know, a lot of my customers, they'll, you know, they'll screenshot and, and, and send it to me and I'll just laugh and say, Hey, they was inspired. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I typically, I typically try to wear suits one time. I don't really mm-hmm. like to repeat suits. 
Mm-hmm. Um, only, only because like now I will go back. Maybe I think I wore this suit. What I got on probably like twenty twenty one. And um, you know, I decided to just pull it out of the closet today. I saw it and so yeah. let me put this on. But I typically don't repeat suits. If I if I take a picture in a suit, mm-hmm. you're not gonna see it again. Mm, like, I love it. It's like recently the green suit with the red, black, and gold on it. Mm-hmm. I just recently wore that to an event last week. Like I wouldn't, like you would never see that again. That was dope. I saw that picture. That was dope. That was unique. Something I've never seen before, and it looked really nice on you. You know. Yeah, I try to do that. I just try to do something totally different. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I'm invited to events, you know how I go about dressing myself. I would, mm-hmm. I would, you know, I sit down at the table and like brainstorm. You know, because that particular event had a had a dress code. Mm-hmm. So I was like, the, the, the dress code was the green, black, um, green, black, and gold. Mm-hmm. And I incorporated the red because it just went, it just went with it. It just it made it so, pop. Yeah, it just it went so well. Pop. And I said to myself, you know, during that, when, when I was planning for this event, I'm like, nobody's going to have on a green suit. So I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a wear the green, put the colors with it. And man, mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was, it was, a it was hit. amazing because like, as a, I'm a walking billboard. As mm-hmm. an owner of a suit company, and I want people, mm-hmm. I do it because I want people to stop me and say, hey, man, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Even though I co-sponsored the event and I was able to, you know, get up and, you know, tell, you know, the people what I do. Mm-hmm. But still in all, like if I'm if I'm not co-sponsoring the event and I'm just invited to an event and I just go, like I still want people. So that's the mindset that I have, like mm-hmm. when I go out, when I make suits for myself mm-hmm. and, you know, go out to these events, mm-hmm. I want I want to stand out. Yes, and because you are a walking brand, you are a walking yeah. billboard. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs, they some people don't get that that wherever you go, you are your brand and you need to market yourself. I thought I think that is like, you know, a brilliant idea. And like I said, you know, the suit was fire. The suit was Thank fire. You. It wasn't Anything I've seen before, but it was man, it was lit. It was so fire. So, I want to talk about entrepreneurship and you as an entrepreneur, you know, the ups and downs, we see the good and the ugly. What do you think has been the biggest obstacle for you as an entrepreneur and how have you overcome that? Well, the the biggest obstacle in the beginning was the, man, I had many different obstacles to be honest. (laughs) Um, it was the mar- it was a marketing piece for me mm-hmm. because I that wasn't my strong point mm-hmm. um, and just really just going up to people talking because you have to you know you have to just word of mouth you know you have to speak to people and let people know what you're doing um, so the, I would say the marketing piece was a was an obstacle um, and then like getting loans was a, was mm. an obstacle too because you know most startups they don't want to they don't want to you know, give you loans because they're gonna look at your your previous couple years tax returns and you know see what type of you know resources that you're bringing in. Mm-hmm. And man, I was told, hey man, we can't give you you know anything because like you are a we consider you a hobby. You know, you're not really making any money because I, I actually went to try to get a loan in the beginning to help you know fund the business. Um, so. They're not willing to. Like I, don't, I don't think they're really, out, really anybody out there like help small businesses as mm-hmm. far as the bank. So I would say that was an obstacle as well. 
Mm -hmm. um, and just really just 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 getting your name out there were, were many different obstacles, you know, and just mm -hmm. like who is your target audience, you know, mm -hmm. like realizing like who am I marketing this to? Who, who, who like mm -hmm. who am I trying to get this in front of? So that was a struggle as well because like I was broadening, like I was I was trying to get everybody, mm -hmm. into, but everybody is not into custom suits, and you have guys that like off the rack suits. So you have to find your target audience and, and really hone in on them, mm -hmm. you know. And then and then the rest of the people once they see it, they'll come in. But you got to mm -hmm. figure out, you know, who am I going to market this to? Like who? Mm -hmm. like, who, who is my like target customers mm -hmm. that I can really get in these suits and get them out there and the rest of the people will come. So mm -hmm. that's just a few obstacles that, that I had to, that I had to overcome. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I like how you kind of broke it down and go in depth. I think a lot of people, when we start businesses, we don't necessarily have a target audience. We want to cater to everybody, but we have to narrow it down and go for that one that one target age range you know coming from radio um our target audience um was i think 18 to 35 and if you were on one station like a hip-hop station as opposed to a gospel station which will be like 25 and up it was the target audience so i do understand that and a lot of entrepreneurs need to understand that is it's about your target audience so we talked about you know the obstacles that you have faced as an entrepreneur what about the successful moments what has been one of your most um life-changing successful moments um for you as an entrepreneur man the most life-changing moment when you when you have those celebrities realize their brand Mm. You have those celebrities reach out to you, DMing you, say, "Hey, man, I like what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, how can I, you know, get in one of those suits?" Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you know, you you at all when you read the when you read the, the DM because you don't think it's real. Yes, you know, so it's like <laughs> you really reaching out to me, you know, yes. type of ordeal. So, mm -hmm. you know, that was the that was one of the proudest moments, and you know, just just being recognized from my like mm -hmm. everyday customers like man you're doing a great job you make a great quality mm -hmm. product mm -hmm. um and because like when i when i sit down with a person i always tell them i say hey, listen man this is the like i i don't sell i always tell people i don't sell suits i sell a lifestyle oh i like that and the reason the reason why i say that is because like when you come sit down in front of me i want to give you ex an experience mm. not i don't want you to think about the cost of my suits i don't want you to think about me asking you for your credit card, it's all about the experience, you know? Mm. So I ask multiple questions in the consultation to get down to like, where are you going? Mm -hmm. You know, how, how do you want to wear this suit? You know, mm -hmm. is this for like a wedding? Is this for like a, a date night with you? So I'm getting a little, I'm getting a little personal. And then mm -hmm. what I've realized is when, when you get personal with a person and mm -hmm. you're trying to sell them, man, you, they'll buy everything from you. Yes. Just by just, a conversation, having mm -hmm. a conversation. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, sometimes I allow the customer to dictate a, con a consultation. I'll just sit back and they'll just talk and I'll take some notes and, you know, I'll be like, okay, well let's go this route. Mm -hmm. And then I'll have some, I'll have some clients like, this is what I absolutely love. I have some clients that'll call me and say, Hey, listen, the wife and I are going to a, a gala or a ball or something mm -hmm. of that sort. We're going to give you free reign. And I don't want to see it until I'm ready to go to this event. Wow. I love that. 
because now mm -hmm. I can be very creative. Yeah, and they trust you to be creative. Trust, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You have to build that trust. And that, that mm -hmm. comes with having a consultation. So those mm -hmm. are some of my like those are some of my proudest moments, you know, to have like my suit show up on the Today Show. Wow. Know, like my suits ended up on the Today Show. Wow. Like my suits been on ESPN. Like wow. it's it's been it's been amazing. Now, do I want to continue to to get more celebrities and more people, more everyday people into mm -hmm. my product? Absolutely. I'm mm -hmm. not, you know, I, and I, I continue to strive every day, strive every day to get more people into, you know, coming to this black, this black owned business and, mm -hmm. and continue to allow it to, to, to be successful. Mm -hmm. But those are some of my proudest moments, especially the Today Show, because it was a, it was a, it was a long segment. On the, wow. on the Today Show, and um, it was it was one of my clients, mm -hmm. and it was it was it was amazing. How was that moment seeing your suits on national TV for Man, you? That was that was that was a proud moment. It mm. was it was a it was like it was almost like Mama made it. <laughs> <laughs> and you have you know the success of your business and and, and just a black owned business that caters to so many people. Um, I want to ask you about your biggest learning experience so far, because you've been in the game for a long time now. What has been like one of your biggest learning experiences? Well, the biggest learning experience is is, is knowing that you don't know everything mm -hmm. and being able, being able to learn from other people. Mm -hmm. like, I'm not too big where I can't learn from, from mm -hmm. anyone. Mm -hmm. And I, I'll use this as well. This actually happened. Um, like I said, I wasn't. I'm not big in marketing mm -hmm. because that's just not. It's just not my strong suit. So it's about creating a team. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to, like if if you're weak in an area, you know, if you hire somebody that is strong in that area. Me personally, I just don't want to hire them and just give them free reign to just go do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. Like walk me through what it is that you're doing. That made me want to hire you. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. want to learn from you so I can, you know, so we can bounce things off each other. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, because guess what? Who's to say if, okay, if I hire this person, he's a, he's a great marketer. And then all of a sudden you decide to take a job somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But if I didn't take the time and sit down with you and learn some skills that you have that I can keep applying once you've gone or Tell to the next person that I may bring on board that's doing the marketing, I I, I fail as a CEO because mm -hmm. the CEO can't be too big to where he can't get his hands dirty anymore. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? So exactly. I, I, I'm I'm in the I'm in the trenches now. Have I fired a marketing team? Absolutely. I've mm -hmm. been through like three or four because they wasn't one wasn't affecting my bottom line. You know, I don't. Mm -hmm. I just think they was just I was just paying them to do. Mm -hmm. Absolutely nothing. And now I have a I have a three man team, marketing team. Wow. wow. And and they are amazing. Before I had a large company and I was just paying them. They wasn't doing anything. Mm. These three people, I've made more money with these three people than I made with a whole company. Wow. So it's it's about it's it's just about that. It's about creating the right team. I always mm -hmm. tell people you can't get rich by yourself. Mm. You can't. You have to have a team. No, no, no billionaire, no multimillionaire 
or CEO of a company have gotten rich by themselves. Mm-hmm. It don't happen. Mm-hmm. So you have to put the right pieces and the right people around you mm-hmm. to, to not only to make you look good, but make make the company successful and, mm-hmm. and make them themselves successful. Things like that. So I, I think team is the most important. Mm-hmm. And that's right. Teamwork makes the dream work. The Having the right team behind you, people that want to see you win that are genuine some people that are god sin number one because you don't want to have anybody on your team that is not for you yeah that is i don't hire I, I don't mm-hmm. hire anybody that doesn't have a passion for fashion mm. you, if, if you have a passion for fashion if you don't have a passion for fashion i don't hire you mm-hmm. and that's a question that i ask in in in, in interviews mm-hmm. because i want to know like mm-hmm. are you are you chasing a dollar because here at multi stars we don't chase we don't chase money mm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. I, I always tell people i don't chase money i chase purpose oh yes money will catch up the purpose you know it's not about it's not about the money because guess what you can't outrun favor mm. you can't favor mm-hmm. finds faithfulness mm-hmm. if you're faithful favor is coming Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's, yes. you know, and I tell people that. So if you if you chasing the dollar, you can't work for me. I don't want anybody just chasing money. I, I just don't. I just don't. I just don't want that because mm-hmm. you're gonna. What's gonna happen? You're gonna tire yourself out. But if you're chasing, if you're chasing purpose, you'll never get tired. Get mm-hmm. tired of chasing purpose mm-hmm. because because you, you you have something to look forward to, not just not just the dollar. Yes. So I'm I'm very like direct when it comes to who I hire. Mm-hmm. Because if, if if you and 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 I and I can decipher it in in a, in an interview, mm-hmm. you know, I can I ask like crazy questions to get to the bottom of like if you really love fashion, mm-hmm. yeah, you don't, nah, you got the goods. You don't have a passion for fashion. Yeah. It's a wrap. That's it's it. Wrap. Period. It's a wrap. Because so, I love it. <laughs> And, and it seems like, you know, you do have that passion. You know, we, we all are born with the passion. You know, mm-hmm. God sends us a talent, a passion, a purpose. Mm-hmm. And we see your success, you know, everything, how it has unfolded from the time you started to the, where you are now being very successful. How do you, uh, how do you deal with fear and doubt having your business? How do you deal with that? I don't have it. I don't have any. Mm. God didn't give us a spirit of fear. I don't, mm. I don't, I'm not afraid of anything. Um, so I don't have any doubt, you know, you know, doubt creep in because we're human, mm-hmm. but I always tell people you can't, one thing you can't do is pray and worry at the same time. Mm. It just, it just, those, those prayers fall on deaf ears. I'll tell yeah. you, God don't hear that because and I, it goes back to what I just said. God don't give us a spirit, you know, of, of, of fear. So mm-hmm. I don't have any fear. I'm just, a, you know, I'll pray about certain things and I'll ask God to lead me. And mm-hmm. I allow, I'll allow, you know, if I don't have if I don't get an answer, then I just, mm-hmm. you know, just keep praying. But I don't mm-hmm. just try to go ahead and do things. I used to do that. And that leads you, <laughs> that leads you down a path mm-hmm. of, of destruction. You know, so now you, you know, you just have to continue to, 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 to allow God to intervene on your behalf mm-hmm. on the things mm-hmm. that you want to do. And, you know, just ask him for guidance. If you, if you, if you allow mm-hmm. God in anything, listen, you will not fail. So yes. I, 
I don't have fear. You know, if I had fear, I wouldn't be here 11 mm-hmm. years later. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here. So, um, now it's scary in the beginning mm-hmm. you know, because you, 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 you set your mind out to do something. And he's like, man, is this really going to be successful? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not saying that I never had fear. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, but like, I'm a faith based guy. Mm-hmm. So I grew up in the church, you know, like my, my faith is, it, it's strong, you know, and I, I had to lean on, on that, what mm-hmm. I learned in, in, in church because like, yeah, it was, it was scary at, at first, but now 11 years later, mm-hmm. no, no fear whatsoever. Like whatever it is I'm going after, you know, I just feel like I, you know, I just allow God to go ahead of me, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, open those doors. And, you know, when it's time for me to walk through them, those doors are easy. Yes. You know, it's like, and they have open. Cause yeah. just look, look at how the doors open for you for your suits to be on national television as big as the Today Show. And, and, and it is just, you know, the fear that you don't have and the doubt is really has sustained you. When you trust in the Lord and walk with the Lord, he will open up those doors for you. And he's opened up a, a lot, yeah. a lot. And he continues to open up those yeah, doors. I want him to continue. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. So yes. let's talk about, you know, giving advice to up and coming entrepreneurs who are scared to jump in the water. Like what advice would you give someone who is looking to, you know, start a business and it doesn't have to be a clothing line. It could be anything, but just starting, trying to start a business. What advice would you give them to jump? Mm. If you don't jump, you'll never know how, if you could soar or not, if you could fly, mm. you know, and, and, and jumping. And when I say to just jump, don't mean that when you jump, mm-hmm. God's going to catch you. But what, 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 at what you have to ask yourself at what plateau God's going to catch me mm. because he, he may take you down. I mean, you may fall. Mm-hmm. He's not going to let you crash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you have to, you got to have faith to, to jump and see where God will take you. Mm-hmm. Now I have people that ask me all the time, man. How do you run a a business and work at the same time? Because what what the the notion that I hate is that this is this. I, and I'm gonna use the word hate because I, I really hate this. <laughs> I hate people telling like up and come up and coming entrepreneurs like that have a nine to five mm-hmm. that you can't have a nine to five and run a business at the same time. Mm-hmm. That is the biggest lie mm-hmm. people are out here mm-hmm. telling. Like I, I that like that really hurts me that mm-hmm. you would tell a person that. So I always tell people, hey man, use that nine to five to fund your business. Yes. And when your business get to a point where you can pay yourself what you making at that nine to five consistently, mm-hmm. then you can walk away from your nine to five and just become a hundred percent. Mm-hmm. But don't, but don't quit your job. You have no income coming into your business. How are you gonna survive? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it doesn't make sense? Mm-hmm. So I just don't like that. I just don't like that people are out here like they're, they're selling that to yes. up and coming up and coming entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And I tell like I had a I had a person who was going to do that, and I talked them off the lid. I said, "Listen, man, I have been doing this for eleven years." Mm. You know what I'm saying? I work for the federal government. So 
listen, if I can do it, you can do it. Now, mm-hmm. yeah, it requires a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. In the beginning. But once you be, once you get that business where it, it becomes a well-oiled machine, mm-hmm. man, this is easy. I do this effortlessly. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's not it's not hard. It's it's mm-hmm. not in the beginning it is. I'm not gonna say it's not. Mm-hmm. But as you continue to matriculate, mm-hmm. hey, this this thing get easy. You know, mm-hmm. and like I said, mm-hmm. if you if you get to where you you can pay yourself consistently, walk away mm-hmm. from it. Mm-hmm. And that's fine and dandy, but don't walk away in the beginning when you haven't, when you, when you even scared to even jump mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then you jump and fall flat on your face. Yes. And I've seen entrepreneurs fall flat on their face and then have to go back to work. Mm-hmm. Like, so what are, are, are we telling? So what are we telling them once they fall on their face? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make, it doesn't make sense to me. I think you could do both. Mm-hmm. Use that job to fund your business and, mm-hmm. and, and, and go from there. And I'm glad you said that because I've heard that, you know, um, oh, you can leave your job and, you know, it'll pick up. But in my head, I'm like, oh, uh, is that really true? But I've heard that. And I'm glad that you broke it down because you are doing both. And it is possible that you could do that. Use the nine to five to fund what you really want to do, your dream, your business. And it will come into play. Like, what do you think um, now? How does your business look different now versus when you started? And I know you, when you say, you know, being in this business for 11 years, that's a mighty long time, Raphael. Mm-hmm. It's a mighty long time and very successful. How does your business look different now versus when you started 11 years ago? And when I first started, it was it was out of the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't an office. I didn't have employees. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just me. Mm-hmm. It was just it was it was just me, you know. And it's, it all started at home. I mean, I used to have crap everywhere. <laughs> so it, was, it was just me. So over the, over the years, like, mm-hmm. so let's see, I got an office in 2016. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got my first, I got my first office in 2016. It was a small one. And then Within the same within the same building, a few years later, I got a bigger one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, man, it, it, it takes time. You know, mm-hmm. you have to like it looked totally different from when I like I said it, I started at the house. Now I have a, a big office in a, in a in a very nice building, and you know it, it's it's the office is the first office wasn't set up like my my current office now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I didn't have like chairs and nice you know plus chairs in there and mannequins and suits (laughs) things on the wall and nice desks and you know because i was i was i was too busy reinvesting everything back into the business Mm -hmm. to keep it going so Mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't deem those things important as far Mm -hmm. as spending money on like a fancy desk you know i had a desk in the office but it was it was a little wood desk. Yeah, it wasn't as fancy as the one. Yeah, went, yeah. So what <laughs> I did was I just I just keep I just kept reinvesting my money into mm-hmm. into 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 the business, and mm-hmm. I didn't like honestly I didn't start paying myself from my business until 
Oh my God. Um, 2018. Oh, wow. Wow. I reinvested because I didn't need the money. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I said, like, I was an engineer. So my mm-hmm. engineer took care of all of my expenses, mm-hmm. all of my bills and stuff like that. So I would reinvest everything that I made from multi styles back into the business to keep it growing. You know, I, I you know, I, I hired more tailors, you know, mm-hmm. more, more master tailors. So, so we could produce more suits. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. long term, okay, now I'm not going to take this money. I could have easily like took the money and splurge and bought all type of stuff, but it, it, no, I said, you know what? I, I, I need more tells because I'm, I, I look at, okay, how many suits I did last year mm-hmm. versus how many I'm projecting this year. Okay. I mm-hmm. need, I need to hire another teller, mm-hmm. you know, because what if we take on more suits and more clients, mm-hmm. then I still want my, my delivery to still be, that three and a half to four weeks. I don't want to mm-hmm. go to, to two months or eight weeks because we don't mm-hmm. have enough tailors on staff to accommodate all of our clients. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about that type of stuff, like staffing and stuff like mm-hmm. that, you know, having, you know, an assistant and stuff like that, like hiring the, the right people to continue to, to grow the business because mm-hmm. just say I took, I took all of this money, right. And just start buying all type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Then when the business got to where I had more clients than I had tailors to actually make these suits, I'm in trouble. Mm-hmm. Then I don't have the resources to hire the right people to produce what I need to produce. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. how my business looked different. Like at first it was just me. Mm-hmm. Then I had one teller. Mm-hmm. Then I had two. Now I have five. Wow. Okay. I didn't have anybody working for me. It was just me as a consultant going mm-hmm. out, you know, now I have people that work for me. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So that's how it looked different from 11 years on back. Mm-hmm. Because like I took, I always had a plan. Like I knew, okay, if this business is going to grow, I'm going to need more people. Like mm-hmm. gonna, I can't, I can't spend this money. I'm going to have to pay people for, for the work that I need them to do, you mm-hmm. know? Because like I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't make the suits anymore. You know, like mm-hmm. this just blew up drastically. Mm-hmm. So it did. I need, that could, I need people that could do that. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Now I always tell people, if I pull my sewing machine out, it's at a premium cost <laughs> because I don't have the time. I don't have the time to do it. Right. So you get people that around you, that team, to do everything that you don't have time to do, and you keep bringing new clients and that's, that's, that's my, that's my job. I bring new clients. Mm-hmm. And so my tailors can continue to get paid and we continue to grow and prosper. And your business has prospered. It has grew from you to having a full team behind you. And just when I looked at the suits, they are so customly made. It is like fine. It's like, I don't even want to touch them. And I'm looking on the phone or on, on online, but it, they are authentic. They are so, they are so beautiful. They are fire. And I just love to see, you know, your walk from in your journey from starting 11 years ago up into now and it has all come you know full circle and of course this month we celebrate black business month and i want to ask you as an entrepreneur how important is it that we recognize 
Black Business Month? I mean, it's very important. Mm-hmm. Very, very. I would say very, very important because we want to. I'm the type of person that I want to make sure I support my fellow brother or my fellow mm-hmm. sister, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. So it's very important that we shine a light on, you know, black owned businesses. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's very important. Now, not not everybody, not every black owned business, because every black owned business don't deserve to be spotlighted because maybe the customer service is 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 is, is terrible. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so you know, we 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 get into like we feel entitled. Mm-hmm. Like somebody has to spotlight my business. No, you may have some bad reviews, and nobody want to spotlight your business. You know what? Are, what are you doing to fix? You know the the mess ups or or, mm-hmm. or the customer complaints. So, but I do think is 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 very important. Just like spotlight spotlighting HBCUs, mm-hmm. that, that's important as well. And I mm-hmm. think spotlighting because small businesses is is like the catalyst to keep this country going. Mm-hmm. That's what yes. people understand, you know. Yes. Like, if it wasn't for small business, man, we would be under, mm-hmm. you know. So, sm- like, small business is, is 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 very important. But I say we don't get the same, and I'm not complaining, but we don't get the same look as mm-hmm. our counterpart. Yeah, I agree. We don't get the same funding, you know. We don't get the same resources. So, mm-hmm. like, if you do have a successful black business, man, my hats off to you because mm-hmm. I know the struggle that you. That you've been through, you know, and it's about it's not about what you know, it's about who you know these days. Exactly. So exactly. yeah, it's, it's very important. And I like I like supporting mm-hmm. um black businesses. Now I do I have do this too. thing I now that mm-hmm. coming into 2023, the word reciprocity was my was my word. You know, mm. um, so if you if you're not if you, because I supported a lot of people mm-hmm. and you don't Same get the same, here. you don't get the same support back when it's your turn. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I was on I was on this whole reciprocity thing. Like, hey man, if 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 I if I scratch your back, come on, come back and scratch mine. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, is is and that's how we keep we keep the resources within our community. Mm-hmm. You know, within within the black business because you know I done bought books from people and and. And I'm not saying they have to come back and and and, and buy anything from me. It may mm-hmm. can't, you know. So I don't, I don't, I don't think along those terms. But mm-hmm. if you, if I'm all, if I see myself always buying something from you and you never buy anything from me, then I have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what what we do is we don't really support one another, and that's mm-hmm. that's a, that's a problem that I have. Like we want to, we want the five finger discount. Oh we yeah, wanna, we always want to walk in the door. For and, free, and, yeah, for free. But you would go right down the street to our counterpart that's doing the same thing, and you're gonna pay top dollar. You ain't gonna even ask for a discount. Exactly. And exactly. I don't, understand, I don't understand. I don't understand mm-hmm. that. What, what, what? As a, as a, as a race, we don't understand that we spend the most money. Mm-hmm. Do you know if we understand the leverage that we have with the billions of dollars that we spend each year, we'll be in a better situation. Mm-hmm. Than what we are, we are mm-hmm. the fastest spending culture. Yes, when it comes to yes. when it comes to money, you yes. know. And we and, and what we do is we live above our means. That's it. You said it right there. We live above our yes. means. Yes. Mm. Mm. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. And li- listen, I'm about to, I was about to, yeah, I was about to go into you know a little yeah. something something, but yeah. I don't want to keep you on here all all day. Of course, you know we celebrate Black Business Month. What is next for Motif Styles as we get towards the end of the year and going into 2024? What is next for Motif Styles? Man, I have a lot. You? Man, I have a lot of things like coming. I have a lot of things coming mm-hmm. out in the radar. One is a podcast. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll release that information. Um, like, man, do you know God put podcasts on my heart mm-hmm. back in 2017, 18? Wow. Wow. And I haven't been obedient to, mm. you know, to God as far as the podcast. So mm-hmm. he's like, man, I'm too busy for that, God. I really don't, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I really don't have the time. So, like, I always say, if 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 if, if God gives you a vision, He's gonna give you provision, mm. right? So, if He give you a vision, the provision is the resources. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. gonna give you the resources for whatever vision that He give you, right? So, I'm 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 of the mindset. I'm like, I really don't have the time. And then every so often, He'll He'll come back and say, Hey, listen, that podcast. You got to do that. Yeah. You know, and just not just a normal podcast. I'm not going to re- release a lot of information, mm-hmm. but it's just not like a normal podcast. Mm-hmm. Like I'm on assignment on this podcast and mm-hmm. I know I am because it keeps coming back to me. Mm-hmm. Like God keeps dropping it on me. So um, I was waiting on another guy that I, that I was going to bring on board with me. I'm gonna go back to him. I'm gonna go back to him one more time because I'm. I have the name. I'm. I'm ready. Like you ready? I have the meeting. I have everything set up. Mm-hmm. I should have had a meeting last week and I canceled it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but 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 the podcast is on. To answer your question, I got podcasts on on, on the rise. Um, That's my ultimate, dope. My ultimate goal. The ultimate ultimate goal is to have a storefront. Mm-hmm. Um. That was something that I was working on back in 2020 when the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm glad I I I'm glad like God was slowing me down. I think I was moving a little too fast mm-hmm. to, to 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 make it happen. Um, and then like I had some 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 major losses. I lost my mother and father back in 2020, seven mm. weeks apart. So um, sorry to hear that. Yeah. So I had I had I had that going on, but. I told my, my I, I, I left a wish to my parents that I would that I would get this um this storefront. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna do that. That's 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 the ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. That's gonna come. Um and I'll probably have to to retire from being an engineer um mm-hmm. when when I do that because mm-hmm. that's gonna require a little bit more time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So but that's 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 coming that's coming down the pipeline. Um, I've been I've been working on that. Man, I got all type of stuff. All, all types type of stuff, stuff coming. You know, I got ready. I got ready to wear suits coming where you can actually go online mm-hmm. and, and 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 they're not custom suits where you can mm-hmm. just like you walk in like a store and mm-hmm. a suit. I'm, I'm I'm about to drop. I'm about to drop those. That's um, dope. So I've been I've been experimenting with those behind mm-hmm. the scene, and man, mm-hmm. I sold all of those suits. Mm-hmm. And so now it's time to really, you know, really push that. So mm-hmm. I got that coming. I, mean, I got a lot more stuff. I'm looking to to, to bring some more people on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 
I lost one of my one of my uh, guys in, in in Houston, so I'm looking to to man that Houston area mm-hmm. um, because I have to I have to go down there now and and, and take care of everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm looking to to hire, hire a style consultant in in in, in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also looking to hire one in in the Florida in in the Keys in that area to kind of man that area to keep me from having to travel. Um, so much. I'm trying to slow mm-hmm. down and kind of get some of these, some of this stuff that I'm trying to accomplish mm-hmm. done. But the podcast is definitely coming, man. It's coming. It when, is I, definitely when, I, coming. When, I, when I do the podcast, I have to return this favor and bring you on. Oh, I, and, you uh, look. I as a podcaster, I support other podcasts, and I will be damned to come on yours. Yeah, but that, that's so that's bad. coming. That's coming. It's, it's, it's going to be all centered around, you know, suits and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's going to mm-hmm. it's going to be, you know, me, you know, in in, in, in many different suits mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, and, and you know, I, I kind of give you the details off off, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the interview yes. um, because I don't want nobody to go and do, you know, exactly what I plan on doing. Oh, yeah, but it's going to be dope. It's going to be dope. So I got a lot of things coming. That's great. And I love to hear that, um, Raphael, like, you know, the podcast coming, you expanding uh, motif styles. But I do want to ask you a question, you know, as a female, I like my suits, too. I, you know, women, you know, me personally, I love a good, nice suit. Now, can I ask you this? Would would you expand to like a women's suit line? No, I do. I I, I, I make women's suits. I just okay. don't promote, I just don't promote them. Okay. Okay. Um, and the reason, the the reason, the reason why is you have to touch a lot of parts on a woman as far as mm-hmm. getting her measurements. Mm-hmm. And who I work for, I don't want to be in a situation where mm-hmm. somebody say, you know, he touched me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to be in that kind of situation. So the women that I that I make suits for now. Mm-hmm. Um, like most of them have their husbands there, and then I have somebody there mm-hmm. um, with me to kind of say, "Hey, listen, you know." So it's it's some it's some disclaimers that I have mm-hmm. to you know put out there. But I, I I make women's shoes. I just don't I don't post them, nor do I promote them. Gotcha. So I have a few. I have matter of fact, I have a lot of women's you know, mm-hmm. shoes that I that I make. So, but that's something. Um, I'm actually looking for. I'm actually. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm actually looking mm-hmm. for a woman who loves fashion, mm-hmm. who, can, who can come on my team and let me oh, teach yeah. her how to take these measurements for for ladies, and and she can man the mm-hmm. whole like women that area. Yeah, apartment. yeah, yeah. I don't, have, I don't even have to worry about that. So I'm actually looking for a lady. I, I've been. I mean, it's just hard to find people good quality people that really want to do this mm-hmm. because it's very lucrative. Let me say that. Yeah. Very, very, very lucrative. <laughs> you can make a lot of money, but don't chase the money. I just want to tell you, don't chase the money, chase mm-hmm. the purpose. But it's very lucrative. And mm-hmm. I have women contact me all the time that won't, that won't, that won't suits. Now I will do them, but I would say, listen, if you, if you're, if you're married, I would, I would definitely want your husband there. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you have a boyfriend or you have a significant other, I definitely want mm-hmm. them there, as right? Well mm-hmm. Because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be in a situation where, you know, something go south and then hey, I lose my, I lose my right. Job. So that's you know, understandable. I, I don't got to protect yourself. Yeah, yeah, got to protect your myself. brand. 
Yeah, I had to protect myself and my brand. So the whole Me Too movement kind of slowed me down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, but I, but I am, I am getting back into you know doing things for for for, for women. I'm, I'm actually coming out with um, some shoes for women as well. Oh wow! You know, the, the, awesome. the heels and, and stuff like that. So I'm working on that. I didn't even mention that. Yeah. So I'm working on that. But I'm looking. I am in dire need of a lady who could like man that department mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and like i mean we can we, we can work it out like i can really like show them exactly what to do how to yes. do and man like i have i have ladies right now that is waiting on me mm-hmm. to get to them mm-hmm. like hey, just, keep, mm-hmm. just, just hold tight let me let me get to where i could you know, oh yeah! Get somebody that could actually do this for you. Oh so, yeah! Man, if, if 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 when when you put this out and there's a lady that is interested, yes, and, and ladies, you got you got to have a passion for fashion. Got to have a passion. Got to have. Can't a passion chase dollars. Fashion. I'm gonna know if you chase it because you'll get burnt out. Mm-hmm. You'll get burnt mm-hmm. out. So yeah. But I have a slew. Like you come in the you come in the door making money because I have ladies like waiting on me. You know. Mm-hmm. So and it's and it is it's it, I just try to be careful. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a single man, and mm-hmm. I don't want just the wrong type of energy around, you know. So I, I'm very selective in who I bring, you know, around me. So I understand that. So when this when this comes out, ladies, if you have a passion for fashion, please hit up Raphael Tilly. Ralph, can you please tell everybody your website? And all of your social media handles so we can support you. We can order some custom suits. We can do out everything. Yeah, my website is um is www.motifstyles.com. M-O-T-I-F-S-T-Y-L-E-Z.com. Um, my social media handles is uh at Motif Styles. That's my business. Um Instagram mm-hmm. at Motif Styles on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And um my personal Instagram is my last name, Tilly underscore D-A underscore mogul. So Tilly mm-hmm. underscore duh underscore mogul. Yes. Um, you can find me, you can find me there. So mm-hmm. if you if you if you go to that Tilly the Mogul um Instagram, mm-hmm. I have my link here to take you right to my business page. So you can you can follow you can follow my business page as well. Uh you can shoot me a DM on, on either mm-hmm. one. I kind of get back um to you as quickly as I can. Mm-hmm. And you know we can we can we can go from there. Mm-hmm. So, well, there it is. You have it. You know, make sure you follow Motif Styles. Go on the website if you are a man. You want to look good in a suit. <laughs> I'm telling you, this brother has it. I'm telling you, you want your wife, your significant other, side chick, or whoever. You know, <laughs> you don't want to be rubbing all on you and looking good like he said before. You know, a suit is a man's lingerie. So. Um, fellas, y'all need to get y'all custom suits. Make sure you follow Motif Styles. Go to his website. He will hook you up. And, you know, Ralph, it has been, like, such a pleasure getting to know you and your journey as an entrepreneur. And I cannot wait to see what you have coming up next. Can't wait to come on your new podcast that's coming. But, of course, to support you as a black entrepreneur. So, I appreciate you 
for coming on the Sip Sip podcast. And make sure y'all like this podcast, follow, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a friend, you know, more interviews coming. And we're going to continue to do more interviews with black entrepreneurs because this is so important when we celebrate Black Business Month and we want to continue to support our black entrepreneurs. So until next time, y'all, I'll see you in the next episode. Peace. Thank you.